Welcome to another edition of It's All Relative. I'm Josh. And I'm Timothy. And we are back with episode 18. 1-8. One 1-8. One What's going on, my man? I'm chilling, doing well. All good? All good, bro. In fact, more than good. Uh, the garage sales are back. Yeah. So your boy is running all over the Hudson Valley, picking up stuff, selling stuff. Busy, huh? Busy, yep. See anything good? Yo, I've seen a lot of good stuff. Nice. Yeah. I actually passed one this morning. Oh, they're driving around too. Yeah, I saw one. Yeah. Why didn't you go? Did you go? No, I didn't stop. Uh, We were actually kind of in a rush to take care of something, so we uh, didn't have a chance to stop, but did pass. And uh, yeah, as the weather gets nicer, we'll see a lot more. It's gonna get hotter, that's for sure. Nice. Yeah. But all right, my man, let's get right into it. Yeah. Um, So our world can be a very dark place at times. Mm -hmm. Often we may feel that negativity is pulling us in directions we may not want to go. Very true. Yeah, our paths of life we follow introduce us to many different people and relationships, whether good or bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim, have you ever crossed paths with someone in life where when you met them, you knew something was different about them? Like they have a certain shine to them that's a little different than others? Yes, definitely. And that is my music teacher, Tony. Tony Regina. Shout outs, Tony. Shout outs to Tony because he's definitely that person. He has a glow, an aura around him. And there hasn't been anyone who I have ever spoken to that have I've introduced him to Tony that they did not see the same aura and say, What is this guy, you know, what is this guy on? Does he like come from space or from heaven or some from something like that? Mm-hmm. Because the way he moves and the way he does everything, he carries himself with such a charisma that it's hard to to dislike him for any reason. You know what nice. I mean? He always spreads positivity and he's always about betterment and enriching your life and everything. And he teaches music. So mm-hmm. he's been playing for like 70 years. Nice. So then he has the whole classical touch to everything. So a good person. Yeah. Good person in general. Oh, lots just of, a great person. Lots of wisdom. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, our guest today is someone who radiates positivity. Mm-hmm. His mindset, work ethic, goal setting, it's all on point. Okay, got that aura. Yeah. Okay. I thought now is a great time to remind the world that there are still real people out there that carry true positive vibes while still getting shit done. Right. You know? uh, plus, I believe this man is going to do big things, and, and I want him to get his flowers. Sounds so, good. ladies and gentlemen, Marcus McRae. Welcome, Marcus. Thank you. I appreciate it. My man, appreciate you coming on, bro. Yes, sir. You know, one of the things I enjoy about doing this podcast is that uh, I'm able to see and catch up with people who I haven't seen in a while. So it's good to see you, bro. Yeah, it's good to see you. Hopefully, it hasn't been too long. No. uh, uh, February? Yeah, a few months and whatnot. So it's not too bad. Yeah. But um, like I said, it's good to see you, bro, for sure. Uh, For our fans and listeners, uh, tell everyone. Briefly, uh, you know, give us a quick summary of who you are and what you're all about. So, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a loaded question. <laughs> is it loaded? <laughs> you know, um, no, my biggest thing is just, like you said, positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a lot of balance comes with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, just the continuing the grind, you know, once, you, once you're stagnant, you, you, lo- you lose. Right, you right. Know? It don't matter if you're moving forward, you move backwards, you just look at the bigger picture. Right. But that's what, you know, teaching people to do that is mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that we don't learn anymore. It's very true. Yeah, my man. I that's love the mentality. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So 2020 slowed everything down a little bit. Uh, COVID was big. Mm -hmm. But, well, first, before we get into that, I I, want to say uh, owning a business is a huge achievement. Uh, but being a black man and owning, owning a business, uh, that's hats off respect, my man. For real. Yeah, appreciate so that. I want to I want you to explain a little bit about the business that you're involved with, you know, what you created. All right. So, you know, things obviously are still in motion, working in progress. COVID put a dent in things and mm-hmm. you know, life throws stuff at you and, you know, you just pivot off of it. Right. But um, I think one of the biggest things was. You know, when I started working with Herbalife Nutrition, okay, that's kind of what got me into it. You know, I was working on becoming a trainer, you know, an athlete playing football, mm-hmm. and then you know that just kind of put a backing behind it. Okay, but then you know, once you have that hustling mentality, it's just kind of like working on go from here. Right. And so between that, um, like you said, being black and owning a business, um, just being black in general, no matter what you do, you're under a microscope. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a double-edged sword, whether it be from, you know, people outside of our communities or even within our communities because success is looked at in, you know, different ways. You right, know, right, right. As, you know, we're proud of you or you left me behind. Yeah, right. very true. So would you say that um, you're not that type of person that's leaving other behind? And do you usually take whatever you've learned and you try to, like, pass it on? To others, do you go back to the communities and help people out that are struggling to try and get them to where you are? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Because, like I said, everything is balanced. Okay. So when you look at certain things, like you're the product of the five people you keep closest to. Very true. So if I'm, you know, I don't want to leave people behind, but the five people that are closest to me are the people that aren't trying to make that to progress. Right. Then that's just going to hold me back. You know, so that's one of those situations where you go get successful and then you come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. respect. Yeah. You know, on the other hand, you know, you teach a man to fish, he'll eat forever. That's true. Very, so, very true. Yeah. I like, I like that. That's oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So explain the name of the business, bro, and like what it offers. So a couple of years ago, we did, it was pretty much this project called We All Eat. Okay. You know? So... It's obviously still a lot of stuff in the works. My biggest thing was uh, community outreach, youth outreach. Um, okay. You know, my cousin wanted to do a clothing line. Um, I was doing the training and, you know, football camps and all that stuff. You know, we had uh, other people doing music. So it was like all these different melting pot of ideas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's talented in different ways. And everybody obviously has different goals as far as what they view success as when it comes to their business Absolutely. so that's kind of mm-hmm. where we came up with the name you know it's something that i would say all the time um and it, that we all eat phrase i got from playing football um okay was making that sacrifice to change your positions because i was playing running back right and i got moved to outside linebacker okay. and i was just like man why are you putting me on defense i don't want play defense like I'm just trying to score all the touch right. I, I didn't score more touchdowns on defense than I ever scored on offense <laughs> <laughs> like, but that was you know the sacrifice we made was you know I had to humble myself and be like alright yeah I'm nasty but there's somebody else that can do it just as better as me and I'm but in a better tr- position okay. on the other side to help my team so we all eat you know instead of picking the ball off you know you tip drill and now my boys got to pick six instead of me catching the ball and going out of bounds. Right. So it's kind of like the we all eat was a bigger picture. It's not about stuffing the stats. It's about the overall success of your team. Right, right, and right. So when we all sat down and talked about it, that's kind of where 
that I came from is, you know, we all have our separate ideas as business and we all just build each other up and make sure that everybody on our team is going to eat. Mm-hmm. And everybody's going to come through. See, I like That's that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I like that title. I respect that For title. Real. Like it, uh, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? And Thank and it's it's deep it's beautiful too. It's absolutely. Beautiful. And I agree with it too. You know, I would do the same exact thing. My people who are close and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm gonna make it, you know, or if I'm gonna eat, we all gonna we eat. all gonna you eat. Know what I'm saying for sure. And then you getting taught. You got to teach them how to fish too, yeah. if need be. So. You said, uh, well, how long has the business been running? Or is it up? So I know it's on hold. Yeah, everything is kind of on hold. Like I said, you life throws stuff at you, you mm-hmm. pivot. So, um, and that's not to say I couldn't just start things up right now. Like I said, um, back when I was at Salux, you know, mm-hmm. we were working on getting the space. Um, we're looking at a building over in Ellenville, you know, okay. trying to get okay. ahead of the gentrification. Right, 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 um, right. You know, in an area, a community that could use it. Not to say that, you know, Poughkeepsie or... Uh, but there's already stuff going on out here. Right. So right. it's kind of like continue the movement, you know, everywhere. Right. You're trying to space it out a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, my when my cousin hit me up about it, you know, he was just like his different cousin. You know? mm-hmm. um, He was just like, yeah, you know, I got... I'm, he lives out in Monticello. He's like, oh, I got this spot, you know, over here. Let's just, you know take a run at it, you know, like that. Um, but nice. what was the question? My fault. No, <laughs> no, you're good. No, you're good, on train. no, you're good. Uh, I, w- I was just wondering uh, how long the business had been running for. So, yeah, that, so I got my personal stuff started back mm-hmm. in 2000 and, let me see when was Nala born, 2017. Okay. That's okay. when, like, I really started to get into that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, different pieces come in, different things pivot off of it, you know, started training. Um, and then I had to go get, you know, my licenses, go back to school, all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, stuff takes you. I'm not going to say distracts you because I don't look at anything as a distraction. It's kind of built it. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing was, you know, after we started, we meshed everything, did the We All Eat. We got some of the paperwork done, made it like uh, a business. Um was when we were gonna work with the school district. Okay. And my goal with that was, you know, to run the youth run the youth camps to cut back on programs, budget cuts, all that stuff, you know, for whatever the reasons may be. You know, I don't like to get involved in all the, the political stuff. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I feel like we get more done as a community. Than, for sure. You know, they're gonna you know, our hands aren't as tight as, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. But, you know, then COVID hit and obviously I can't have a hundred kids running around right. With, a, right. with a virus that nobody knows nothing about. Right. And then, then I had a baby right on top of that. Damn. So it's Congratulations, like, I'm going to stay home and yeah. <laughs> take care of my family for a little bit. For real. But I got a quick, uh, quick side question for you. How old are the kids that you take care of? Like the youth, do you? So, you know, I work with, you know, whoever. You know, it's okay. kind of one of those things, like, I became a young old head. Okay. You know, I, yeah, I feel you. So whether... You're 18, 19. Right, so you like uncle status on it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Or, you know, know, the young kids, you know, in kindergarten. Right, right, right. You see a kid running around doing something stupid, you smack him on the head. Yeah, smack him on the head. Whatever, you know, it takes a village. Right, right, right. So, I respect that. I respect that. Uh, Just remind me a lot of uh, one of our former guests, Nate, the the very first one that we had. Oh, he's all about youthful outreach. So, 
we always love when we see stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important yeah. uh, when people focus on the youth for real or target the youth. Not in a weird way, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, of course, of course, in a in a right way because they're at that point in life where you are still able to make a difference. A big you know difference. what I'm saying? Yeah, they they haven't ages. reached that level yet where you're like, ah, damn, it, it's gonna be tough to to draw them back. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And honestly, I've personally learned that become because you know we we're in our 30s now. As soon as I hit like 36, I'm starting to help people that are like 18, 19. They're still lost. You know, you would think that they're too far gone at like 19, 20. No, they can still be helped. So, yeah. Yeah, bro. These yeah. generations now are so different. They're so too, different, bro. bro. They're so different. Like, I feel like they need a slap in the back of the head. Like, bro, what you doing? <laughs> Whap. Hit them. Yeah. And just be like, do this, bro. This is exactly what you should be doing. Nah, but the ones that are uh, willing to listen and learn mm -hmm. and, you know, the ones that who are thirsty right. for wisdom, right. you know what I'm saying? Those are the ones that I feel like are the most important for, for people like Marcus and shout out Nate. Shout out to Nate, yeah. Uh, that, that focus and, and do these things that involve kids because those are the ones for that real. can make a definite impact. Right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? A big I, impact. I think that's one of the biggest things with me because I'm a little bit younger than you guys. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> no I, I just turned 24 not too long ago. What? 24? So, yeah. so you, well, you got never a whole guess. soul. Yeah. I would yeah, never guess. Okay. So reaching Damn, people is a little bit harder for me because right. I'm like, oh, you, like, you're the same as me. Like, what are you talking about? But then, you know, I got... Right. You know, certain things together, and it's not saying you know I'm in a better position than anybody because everybody does the best with, with oh, they have man. to work with. But just being able to have that example of you know mm -hmm. I did you know my little thing, you know I'm not gonna say whether I'm proud of it or not. You know everybody's got life that right, you know, right. things that they do take them, but you learn from it. Right. Absolutely. And you know then I started business at 19. I got married, got my kids, got my crib. God bless. You know, got certain things together, trying to make sure that you know my mom's good, my brothers are good now, mm -hmm. stuff like that. But you got to set an example when you're the same age as somebody else. Right. But you also got to be humble enough to, like, sit back and be like, look, I'm not better than you. I'm just trying to show you. Trying like, to show you the right we, way. We can do this. But Damn, you gotta, man. Like, See, that's what I'm saying. For Hold 24, up respect. bro, yeah, he definitely got his shit together. You oh, said 24, right? 24. Yeah. Man. That, Good for you, bro. Respect. For Absolutely, real. Yeah. man. Hopefully that anyone, you know, listening to this, you know, take note. For real. <laughs> take man, notes. Take note. But um, are there any specific ways that uh that you promote this business you do, or is it just kind of more through word word of mouth? A lot of it's through word of mouth, but I mean my big see my goal with my success in this business was just helping people. Right. Like it wasn't money comes, money goes, and that's not saying obviously if you're running a business you want to be successful. But right. for me this was more just like a project. And okay. So, um. The promotion of it is really just the little stuff, you know. Like you said, you people mm -hmm. have that energy. You walk into a room and everybody right. just looks and the whole vibe changes. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. And so, like, that's kind of where it promotes itself. Like, there's certain things that you never see commercials for because Very they true. don't need it. Right. You see somebody driving a certain type of car and you're just like, dang, they got money. They got money. They got something going on yeah, over there. They got, yeah, something's happening with them. Like, I'm right. going to be like them. Or you see, like, people with certain types of energy. For some people, it's a turn off. Like, I feel like nobody likes people that are happy all the time. Like, ah, right, 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 right. It's, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, sometimes yeah. you're just like, man, like, that confidence or, man, like, this or, like, and then me being that person, like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like I got it all together. 
you know, mm-hmm. wake up right. in the morning like, man, am I right. doing it right? You know, right, right, right. my daughters don't like, man, I should have did this, or I should have did that. Right. But at the same time, it's just like that's all part of the process of even if you just starting businesses, um, just flowing through life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely, learn as you go. Learn as you go. Pretty much, yeah. you know. And follow set, follow the example set of the people before you. you know, that's right. why we got you know big homies, OGs, you know uncles, for stuff real, like that. You mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. listen. That's one of the biggest things. Learn they they've done did it you know a thousand yeah. times, right? And, and failed and everything. Exactly. <laughs> so you know when they tell you something, listen. Right. You know, follow right. the example. Look at the on the the stuff that's not spoken. You know, that's very true. It's very true. I mean, I feel like a lot of like human nature really hasn't changed. A lot of people, they see like their elders, you know, doing something and failing and then coming back and teaching them. And they somehow still just do the same thing. So it hasn't really changed, but I feel like, I mean, if people like you are starting to be produced like that, 24, like you saying that you don't have your yourself together. But in my opinion, I didn't start getting my shit together until I was like 29. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I move quick. But at the same time, you're at 24 and you're thinking stuff like that. Man, no, nah, you, you're doing really great, bro. I mean, I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, man. I think one of the biggest motivators for that is like, you're a pro- like I said, you're a product of the five people closest to you. Right. And I could literally count probably on one hand the amount of people I grew up with mm-hmm. that are still alive mm-hmm. that are my age. Damn. So that we're, we're in that circle with me. Right, right, right. So it's kind of like, what's the choices that I want to make? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, not in a sense go backwards because you, you work with what you have to do. But I think something, one of my favorite quotes is from uh, Nip, rest in peace to him. Rest in peace. Um, yeah. Where he talked about that survival mentality. And then eventually as you start to maneuver out of that, your mindset changes. It's not about, you know, just surviving like certain things that were okay right. over here aren't okay. And I think that's a light of hope that we got to keep. Right. You know, eventually you're going to get there. You know, that mentality is good mm-hmm. you know, when you're in the streets or you're doing something, doing mm-hmm. whatever you're doing, you know, getting it however you got to get it. But, you know, a, sh- a shark can't swim on land. Very so true. So when, when you're in the street, which, when you're swimming with the sharks, you got to be a shark. Right. Mm-hmm. But once it's time to get above water, you got to move different. Yeah, you got to yeah, For real, for real. Yeah, that was deep. That was deep. That was deep. 24. <laughs> I love it. So, Marcus, you mentioned Herbalife. Can you explain to our listeners what that is in case anyone is inf- unfamiliar with it? So, Herbalife, <coughs> excuse me, Herbalife Nutrition is, you know, one of the top supplement companies in the world. Lots mm-hmm. of sponsored athletes, um, you know, from Ronaldo to, you know, J.J. Barea just signed with them. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, a very big company, um, obviously, if you look them up, there's been some issues with you know, whatever people lawsuit. Every company has lawsuits, so I'm not even right. You know, Everybody gets it. Yeah, you know, people want money, and people obviously there's issues with stuff. Everybody, but my biggest thing was that is everybody does what they do, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like I don't steer people either way. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. For me, it was just kind of you know opportunity that fell in my lap. Okay. Um, How long ago did you get involved with it? Uh, 2019. Okay. All right. Yeah. What makes it different, or what makes Herbalife different than other supplements and other other shit out there? Um, honestly, I feel like the culture. Okay. Like okay. I'm not gonna, I can't speak on 
the other companies, other supplements, all that stuff. Okay. I haven't tried everything. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes nasty, I'll tell you it's nasty. Right. But, you know, I can't tell you the effects of certain things or whatever. If I, I ain't never used it, I'm not going to speak on it. Right. But, you know, with Herbalife, it's definitely one of the better tasting ones that I've had. Um, I definitely felt like I was at my healthiest. Mm-hmm. Um, being an athlete and s- switching over, using some other stuff. Also use some other stuff. I'm not going to lie about that. Right. But, um... And you can specifically say that Herbalife is better than the other stuff that you've been trying. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say like, uh, depending on the product, right, right, know, right, that you get from them, they have some like really good teas. You know, I kind of strayed away from it. You see me with my energy drink. Shout out to energy drinks, though. Yeah. But um, you know, just some of the stuff, just feeling clean. Okay. You know, you're feeling good. So it gives you that cleansing effect and everything. Yeah. I feel it. You can get that from a lot of stuff. I'm not gonna sit here and say Herbalife is the best or you know whatever. Right. But like I said, opportunity fell in my lap, so I took it. Hey, there you go. Would you say that you've uh, changed a lot from when you joined in 2019, or sorry, 2019 up till now? Yeah, that kind of helped my <clears throat> business mindset. Okay. Because being uh, 19 years old, I did, was that 19? No, oh, 2019, 2017. 2017. Like, 2017. Yeah, okay. I had to okay. think about it. I was like, There's, I was not born in 2000. <laughs> 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 um, it's all good. Uh, 2017. So up until now? Yeah, so being like 20, 21 years old. Okay. Um, Fresh into f- it. Yeah, figure out what I was doing, just starting to play football again. Um, just being married because I got very young. Um, with the baby on the way, trying Man. to just figure life out. Bouncing, God bless you. <laughs> bouncing between <laughs> jobs, thank you. And yeah. it was just like, I got to figure something out. Right, like, right, right. And so, you know, one of the things is like, yeah, I'm working full time, but what am I doing for myself? Right. You know, this is my goal. I want to be a, a trainer. You know, I want to be an athlete. You know, I, I didn't have the opportunity to, you know, go to the league or go whatever. To the league, right. I finally started playing, getting ready to play ball in high school. I blew my knee up. Oh, <laughs> right damn. Before the, so it's kind of like, now what do I do? Right, right, and, right. you know, the best way is stay for me that's something i wanted to do stay in that direction mm-hmm. so play ball and then you know i had a uh, shout out to victoria she's from montreal she saw one of my uh football pictures on instagram shout out to me mm-hmm. and i was just like yeah because i heard of it you know right. through certain athletes like um there's soccer teams that have like the herbal life on the front of their jersey right 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 like, so i just kind of like yeah you know i, I try it or whatever and that's the thing with um MLMs, multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, people look at some of them as pyramid, pyramid schemes. Some of them are, right? But um, when you look at a business with no overhead, right? There's there's know, a lot there's, of them. There's a quite a number exactly, of exactly like everything is going towards brand ambassadors now. Right, mm-hmm. that's you know, very true. Very true, yet, especially with you know the whole COVID thing and everything went virtual. Yeah, right. best thing you could do is have brand ambassadors and have people. You know, represent your company. Right. You don't have to worry about paying them because you know they get paid out of what they do for mm-hmm. the company. So it's not like, you know, I gotta pay Josh twenty five bucks an hour. Right. You know, and hopefully, you know, he does. He comes through. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, but the good thing about that too is there's no cap on my income. That's very true. And it's a very also flexible true. schedule. Right. So I can work full time. I can go to school. I could, you know, go to practice and all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. you know, do this on the side. Then I'm going to throw another question at you then. Uh, speaking on like brand ambassadors and such, do you think that you personally have the charisma to set yourself 
aside from everybody else that's doing herbal life along with you? Can you see yourself like being like a bigger like brand ambassador than all of the other ones? Um, I could. This is okay. not my goal with it. It's not no, your goal with it. Okay. No, Herbal Life for me was you no know, a stepping stone. I still use like I still use the products. I still you know somebody asks me up, I'm like yeah you know I got you or right. something from. Oh, uh, we're getting ready to open up a juice bar mm-hmm. um, across the river. A couple months ago, we put that on hold till next year. Um, we didn't know how the whole COVID thing was gonna pan out, and then okay. you know, I started getting into you know financial literacy and right, insurances right, right. and stuff like that, learning that side of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so we put that on hold. But you know if we had did that, you know, would have obviously used Herbalife products um, for the most part. And then, you know, same thing with the camps, you know, that we run or we're running. Mm-hmm. You know, you would use shakes and stuff like that, energy right. drinks, whatever from Herbalife. So okay. it's kind of just like one of those things where... So it's part of the culture. It's part of everything. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. My biggest thing is like, I can't give you something that I don't believe in. Right, you know? right. So Very true. Like I got to be using it, you know. I'm not... One of those people that's gonna take a picture with something and then, like, I don't know. There's some people that do that. Yeah, there's a lot of people. That's that do that. I'm, just, I'm not fake. Like, I don't like clout. Like, yeah. Okay, so you ain't chasing the clout. <laughs> yeah, though. I'm just like, okay. I'd rather be in the shadow and be like, throw you that lob. And Damn. Unless you make me, unless unless you make me come out and run you over, then I'm just like. <laughs> but outside of that, I'd rather just, just be chilling. Respect, respect. Damn, that's cool. So you would definitely recommend Herbal Life to people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I tell everybody, do it for yourself, though. Mm-hmm. You know, with any anything fitness, any supplements, anything you put into your body, you know, do your own research. You know, mm-hmm. don't do it because I'm saying, oh, it works, or, you know, don't do this diet because, you know, Karen did it, so I want to do it. Like, no, because right. it might not work for you or it might not be the best thing for you. you know? So the good thing, A, do the research, B, ask the questions. Very yeah, for sure. Yeah. So are your results noticeable from using the product? Do you feel like you can definitely see? Yeah. So yeah. Between the product, the training, like I remember when I was 19, I was like a buck 40, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, <laughs> stepping foot back on that football field <laughs> where like people were playing college ball out in New Haven and down south. And, mm-hmm. like, and you know, down south, they are big. Yeah. So I'm like, Dirty oh, I'm 5'8", 140, lining up with a 6'5", 210 receiver. <laughs> I'm just like, coach, let me play <laughs> offense. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I started, got on my program and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, started training the right way because, you know, that was another big factor was having the right training. Um, outside of practice, you know, I was kind of on my Iverson thing, like, Right, practice. Like, uh, I'm talented. Talented. <laughs> like, I'm trying to I change the game type. Yeah, stuff. Like, I don't need like I run faster than everybody. I right. jump higher than everybody. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. I know I'm like adapt better than everybody. Right. I'm the I'm not saying I'm yeah. the best, but yeah. like that's that was my mentality. I was right, right. young and I was uh, reckless. That was literally literally be what I say in the huddles. Actually, like, they'd be like the teamwork on three, one, two, three. I'd be like recklessness because <laughs> 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 like, I just didn't care. Like, I remember there was one tournament, like, and this was when I think you might have seen me come to work with my arm in a sling. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. And, like, I literally had my arm ripped out the socket. I went to the <laughs> sideline, popped it back in, and got back in the championship game. Jesus. And then I was out of work for, like, two and a half months. <laughs> it's like the million-dollar man. I'll fix myself. Yeah. I'm getting back in there. But, like, that mentality's definitely changed. Um, Herbal Life definitely helped with that, creating, like, a structure, more of a structure in my mentality. Okay. Well, do, you, do you think that uh, you've, come a little, you've become a little bit more humble since working with Herbal Life? 
Um, yes, but not because of Herbalife. Okay, not because, because of Herbalife. Gotcha. Because it was one of those things when you're young and you're hungry and you become successful. Right. Like, in a sense. That's a lot. Like, it's, yeah, a it's lot. a lot to throw at. Like, mm-hmm. and even on my small scale of doing that, like, within three months of me starting, I was up in Canada getting an award. Wow. <laughs> like, and okay. then down in That's New York dope. City, walking across the stage in front of a thousand people. Damn, that'll humble you. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, this is what I do. Right, right, right. Not bad. But good for you. So man. I look at That's like cool. some of these young kids that come out of high school or college, and then you know you throw a million dollars in their lap because they're athletes. I'm right, right, right. God bless y'all because <laughs> y'all threw a couple of thousand in my lap, and I was just like, <laughs> all over yeah, the place. Let's right. go. Let's spend it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Is Herbalife directed towards a certain age group, or is is this basically for anybody? For, anybody can take it. Yeah, it's for, as far as I know, it's for anybody. Okay. You know, from you know, obviously, anything dietary you want to go by your own particular health. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether you're working with a kid, there's things I'm not doing a kid. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you know, same thing if you're like a little bit older, up in age, and you know, you're not as healthy. You have certain allergies or certain things I'm not going to give you. Um, a lot of soy-based products. So if you have a soy allergy, you know, obviously you'd want to stay away from certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, any uh, whey-based products. If you have certain allergies, you want to stay away from right. those certain things. But yeah, there's no, like, cap on anything, really, outside of you having any health things going on with yourself. But so that's on your your trainer or whoever's working with you right to ask those questions do you do you work with trainers directly i used to okay um, you used to not anymore you know i'm old and fat now <laughs> <laughs> nah bro yo for the listeners who can't see mark this man is chiseled like yeah, a motherfucker. he's jacked uh, bro the black superman <laughs> yeah so let me ask you though bro uh have you i mean have you tried Sometime in your life, you used whey protein at all? Yeah, I still yeah. use whey protein. Okay, okay, because that I mean that's what I use. So I, I use that on a uh, on a daily basis, yeah. mm-hmm. and I do I use that because I, I feel like it works. But it also the the taste it's not too bad. I've yeah, had ones that plant based uh, you could taste that like are the, very. <laughs> Or the grainy like or yeah whatever. bro i can't get through that right but like since you take whey protein and you use herbalife can you is is there a way to compare herbalife, like, the taste? like the flavors and everything literally the best flavors that i've ever had of anything really so okay. like that i'm not gonna even like lie about that okay if, if somebody has something better you can you know say, tell right. me what everything i'll try it mm-hmm. but with herbalife you know is good the thing with Herbalife, why I switch back and forth, you know, I use whey, is just because of the, the protein content. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, for bulking, you know, you want a higher mm-hmm. protein. You want more protein in your diet and stuff like that. And then, you know, working long days and running around and with the kids and stuff, it's easier to, you know, take a shake than it is to go get, find, you know, some chicken breast or some steak or something. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So On I'm a matter like, of convenience. Yeah, exactly. So I'll take a whey protein with a higher, you know, uh, amount of protein in it. You know, just for the sake of having that protein that I need in my diet for me to build and to recover and stuff. Word. Okay. What are some of the flavors of, like, Herbalife? Do, do they have, like, fruit flavors? My or? favorite is, like, orange cream. Like that, orange cream? Like, cream. Like, I never, like, 
That know? sounds good. And you you know you put the the ice in it and you know your cold you know, milk or water whatever you decide to mix with. Right. And it's like a melted orange cream so Damn, that's what's good. Amazing. I've never and liked I, orange cream so I'm wh- for real, bro. Never, Hold on, let, never. Let's <laughs> it's all good. Real, Shout outs to liking it though. <laughs> Why do you not wait? Do you like orange flavored? Oh, I things? like orange flavored things. Okay. With, with cream, forget it. Forget it. They love Ooh. shout outs to Atlanta because they do all that cream shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but like it's all that. good. I like that shit. It's all good I though. I respect it. But go ahead, my phone, Marcus. <laughs> and then like, uh, the cookies and cream taste like an Oreo. A lot of cookies and cream stuff does, but you know, like sometimes you get chocolate stuff and it has like that chalky flavor to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, this, yeah. It just doesn't have that. Oh, okay. Like it just tastes like chocolate. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm a, I'm weird. I don't know. People think it's weird. I love mint chocolate chip. So do I. With it. I love that like, too. I, so they got this mint yeah. chocolate chip one. Tastes like melted mint chocolate chip ice cream. Like, nice. okay, it's like on point. And you can mix it with. It's like a, a meal supplement, and then the protein. So you can mix it with the vanilla protein or the chocolate protein, mm-hmm. you know, whichever way you're going. And you put the flavored meal replacement in it. Okay. Has all like, your vitamins and whatever. Hmm. Yeah. So it's all right. Respect. Damn. Mint right, sounds good. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. But we want to remind everybody to keep spreading the word about It's All Relative. Please. Yeah, we are on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, and Google. And that Google. Please subscribe to us, follow us, share us, leave a five-star. Please bless it from heaven. And a short review on the Apple page. Yes, please. And with that being said, we'll be right back. All right. So I have a question for our listeners out there. Do you own a computer? Are you having trouble with broken screens, data backup issues, password reset problems, virus spyware removal, software installation issues? If so, Slipstream Repair Computer Electronic Solutions has you covered. Contact Timothy Latunde at 845-204-1712. The email is ss.sho16 at gmail.com. Once again, that is 845-204-1712. And the email is ss.sho16 at gmail.com. Call or email to schedule a free consultation. To it's all relative. Still joining us in studio, Marcus McRae. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to touch on a video that's been viral now for two years or so. I first saw it through Marcus's social media, mm-hmm. and I feel it is the most powerful 20 seconds or so video out there. And I say 20 seconds because when people watch the video, uh, the 20 seconds, 21 seconds or whatnot, it shows pretty much somewhat the whole thing or the whole story of what happened. Right. But the most powerful part, I, the one, the part I want to focus on is pretty much just six seconds. Right. You know, so, so right at the end take, of the video, give or take, but, um, it's best known as the chin up video. Okay. Marcus, explain why you are such a fan of this and what it means to you. I just love it from the sense of leadership. Okay. You know, just your ability to 
leader one leadership can come from anywhere. Like it didn't have to be the team captain. It doesn't have to be your coaches. Right. Like you walk as long as you're walking next to me. If I see you got your head down, I'm picking your head up. You know, Beautiful. and just seeing that, you know, that that one moment can make or break any human being. Right, right, when right. You make a mistake and you're just like, Man, I just cost everything. Right. And right, I have, right. you know, a person that could very well be mad at you, you know, like he, he turned the ball over and, you know, a player could could have been mad at him. He's like, nah, pick your head up. We're going to get it back. Right, right, And that's right. kind of like the mentality you have to go into everything with. I feel like um, whether you make a mistake or you're the, the leader trying to pick your team up, right. you know, you just keep your head up and keep, just move on to the next play. Right, right. Oh, so for the for the audience out there that probably hasn't seen it, it's a UCLA video, 2019. It's called Chin Up. And what happens is that one of the players they basically take a tumble at a critical moment and they get a turn they get a turnover and he's walking around dejected and teammate runs right up and says, Look, bro, chin up, takes his head and pushes his chin up and it actually snaps him back into the game. So, you know, it was a really powerful moment of leadership, like my man was saying just now. Right. So, yeah. it, it was an overtime game. Overtime. Uh, you Like you said, UCLA uh, versus Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the score was 82-84 at the time when Very this critical. happened. Uh, UCLA was down by two points. Right. And the person that you're referring to who made the turnover, made the mistake, his name was Moses Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the UCL player. He made a critical mistake in the game, turned the ball over with, about two minutes or so left in the game. Right. And like we said, it was an overtime game. And the person that came and picked his chin right up, uh, his teammate, his name was Jalen Hands. Shout outs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what a powerful video. Yeah, what you a know? powerful moment. Every time I see it, I get uh, goosebumps. Uh, I feel like the video, uh, it's emotional. Mm-hmm. It's a great display of positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if it hit different because uh, I was involved uh, with sports growing up. And, you know, I understand what it feels like to right. make a mistake. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like like Marcus had said and, and touched on, that when you make a critical mistake in a game, that is a make or break or hit or break moment. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, like right. where you can, your focus is thrown off. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, but to have somebody, you know what I'm saying, come over and 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 do that, show that positivity. That's a that's a game changer, right? You know, um, Marcus. I know you have been involved in sports, but uh, Tim, did you play any organized sports growing up? Yeah, I played some basketball, but nothing too serious. Okay, yeah. so what? And for both of you, I want to know, like, what emotions do you both feel when you saw or when you watch that video? You want to go first or I can go first? It's all good. You can go first. All right. So when I see it, I mean, immediately I see him, you know, my man was breaking down. He was like, oh, man, I made that mistake. And, you know, it's at that moment. You don't want to be the reason why everything shuts down or every or the momentum shifts. Right. But seeing, you know, seeing Jalen come up and just like pick him up, it's like it's beautiful. It's, it's instantaneous. And anybody that's ever either been in a leadership position or respects other people for leadership qualities can immediately connect with that type of video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I connected with it almost immediately. You know what I mean? Like if I saw it in the moment, I'd probably be tearing up because 
in some ways, like, you know, as, you know, playing games as kids or, or even playing like in high school and stuff, like that stuff happens all the time, man. And nobody wants to be that person. But at the same time, nobody is running by and being like, bro, pick yourself up. You good. You know what I mean? Right. Did uh, did you ever have a teammate playing uh, any form of organized sports that oh, yeah. did that? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. But it's always after the game. It ain't at, it ain't during the moment, which even adds like an extra level to it. You know. Well, what I mean? Right. No, that makes it completely different. Right. Like in the heat of the moment, at that critical time of making that mistake, as opposed to after the game's over. Right. You know. So, what about you, Marcus? You playing sports or whatnot? You ever have somebody that? You know, that showed you that positive, but gave you that positive vibe during a, during a time when you were playing? Uh, I think, like Tim said, like most of the time it comes afterwards. Okay. After okay. seeing this video, though, I mm-hmm. started doing it in the games. Oh, my God bless you. I'll never forget, like, we had um, a tournament down in Philly. And, like, with this was a flag tournament, so it wasn't tackle. Um, with, whether it be flag or tackle league that I'm playing in. Usually all the games are over the course of one or two days. Right. So you're playing, you know, six to eight games within 24 to 48 hours. So we had a team, we were playing in Philly. We got smoked. Like, I'll tell you, we got smoked. Like, they called the game at the half. (laughs) (laughs) We were down 42 to nothing at the half. (laughs) And they were just like, nah. Get (laughs) them out of here. Yeah, like, you guys are. (laughs) And it was one of them things, like, we lucked out because one of the teams didn't show up to the tournament. So okay. they had to change the playoff picture. Right. Otherwise, we would have been going home. And to drive down to Philly from New Haven, you know. Right. And That's the longest drive. moked like that. Yeah. It was just like, you're just like, God. <laughs> <laughs> you need to chin up on that one for but real. Like, my thing is always like, I know I'm talented. I know that we're talented. So why are we like playing like this? Right. Like, and, you know, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. I don't believe in participation trophies. I'm like, yo, we Neither go here. Do I. Like, I'm trying to, mm-hmm. trying to go home with a trophy. Right. And, you know, we lucked out, got into the playoffs. And instead of waiting, you know, for everybody to pick their heads up, it's like, you got to bring that energy as right. a leader. Like, and if you meet me in person, you know, I'm just laid back, quiet. I don't like to talk a lot. Just mm-hmm. chill. But, you know, there's certain times where, as a leader, you have to. Right, put yourself in there. Be vocal. Exactly. You got to make the plays. You got to, you know, hit somebody. Right, right, (laughs) right. Smack them upside the head. Yeah, exactly. You know, pick their chin up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we did that. Won the first game of the playoffs. You know, we smoked them. Uh, Second game, we won, got to the championship. And I dropped the pick that would have gave us the ball back with 10 seconds left. And we were up by one. And I only dropped it because, you know, the the receiver took my legs out. And when I hit the ground, I dropped the ball. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was like, all right, you know, it's whatever. We're still up by one, 10 seconds left. Clock stopped. Mm -hmm. No one play left. And we had everything covered like like a blanket. Right. And the quarterback just ran. Uh, And he's running, he's running, he's running. And... You yeah. know, I remember this is flagged as a tackle right, for right, this right. one. And, like, he stops. Like, we got him stopped, and he's fighting to get into the end zone. Right. And, like, for some reason, I don't know if we couldn't find his flag, whatever happened. But then, like, we're looking at the ref, 
and the quarterback just reaches the ball over. And just hands it over to him. No, he just he broke the plane. Yeah. Oh, touchdown. touchdown! Touchdown! Because the ball broke the plane. Interesting. It should have been stopped because of the progress. You know, we couldn't get the we couldn't find the flags. I should have checked his flags. But either way, for me, that was like I dropped a pick. Damn. And at the time, I was playing both sides of the ball. You know, mm-hmm. I was running back and linebacker, mm-hmm. and I dropped a touchdown pass in the first half of the game. Damn. So, like. I didn't have nobody to pick my chin up. Right, right. right. You have nobody to. How did how did you mentally get yourself out of it then? And how long did it take? Um, I was down on myself for a little bit, but you know, the next practice, you know, just work ten times harder. You know, with the work you put in off the field, okay. you know, in the gym, you know, doing some crazy drills. Like, right. you know, one of the craziest drills you'll see is Aaron Donald. I'm not sure if you guys know who he is oh yeah uh, 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 lineman for the rams Mm -hmm. and you know he practices his hand speed with knives oh Oh, okay like damn that's brutal and you know for me like i'm i'm crazy (laughs) so i see stuff like that i'm like i gotta work like literally i'd be like pushing i had a a 2000 no i had a 1999 honda accord i would literally push my car (laughs) <laughs> like for all my leg days okay. I would finish squatting And then yeah. I would go push my car You want to do the bodybuilding tournaments bro? Yeah. I actually <laughs> I, was, I was training for competition okay. At the time um, Right before My next football tournament Right 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 And um, You moving cars and shit Yeah I was, I, Cause the weight I pull For my weight at the time You know being A buck 65 Benching oh. 315 Squatting Jesus. 505 uh, And then deadlifting You know Six plates Right you know. right I'm Jesus. well above, you know, for amateur competition for my weight class, for right. my age, you know, um, at the time what I could do. Right, right, So right. I was actually training for a competition. Jesus. And then um, I had my shoulder injury at the next game, at the next championship, which was down in um, in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And that was the tournament directly after that Philly one where I dropped that pass and I dropped it. Right. And it was just like, you know, people told me, oh, you don't got hands, which, you know, I'm playing linebacker mm-hmm. and um so we get to jersey and we're just cooking like damn and then there's this one team of like you know when you play basketball and you see a, a team of like all white boys, you're all like, white yo, boys. Yo, these they can shoot like, right, right, right. <laughs> like there's this mm-hmm. team of all white boys right, yeah. and all they did was throw slants <laughs> and we're like yo why can we not stop them so <laughs> we lost to them we lost to them in the regular season that was our only loss in the regular season damn they were our first team we played in the playoffs so I was like, yo, we're not getting smoked by them. Like, right. and everybody's like, oh, you know, I don't know how to stop them. Da, da, da. So we switched it up. Um, we took one of our linebackers out, put a fourth, uh, another man down on the line mm-hmm. that would drop out as a spy. Mm-hmm. That way you take that slant away. And then we had this play. Um, you know, we have this play called Dog. And it's literally like <laughs> they give me the whole, all, they give me that whole side of the field <laughs> as a linebacker. Nice. They're like, because my job is to jam right. the slot receiver, okay. switch over to the outside receiver, and then guard that whole zone Damn. and come downhill on it. Right. And then the corner rolls to the safety spot. The safety rolls mm-hmm. uh, over to the other side of the field, mm-hmm. and everybody shifts. Damn. And that's literally how we ended up doing it, and we just we smoked them. But it was one of those things like, yo, we're not losing. Like, we just switch it up. Right, right. I feel like that's a mentality you get into a lot of times just with everything in life. It's kind of like we have this cookie-cutter way of doing things. Right. 
And it's like, man, I can't do it this way. Right, like you beating your head against the wall yeah. instead of just walking around the damn thing. Exactly, but like I'm like, say Josh is successful at something. Mm-hmm. I want to know how he does it, but I'm not Josh. Right, you know, I'm not able like me trying to be Josh. Do right. you think like it's not natural? Right, right, right. And you know, you know, another nip thing that you know I learned a lot from was he was talking about music and just the art of it. You know, being original. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Everything with music, you know, you kind of pull from different things, you know, different. Right. You sample stuff, you know, whatever. Right. But you still got to do it your own way. Exactly. If like, you want to be something. Yeah. I, I could paint a picture, but if I paint the same picture that Josh picture, painted, it's still a beautiful picture, but it's not. It's not original. My art. Right. You know, it doesn't have that same authenticity to mm-hmm. it, and it's kind of the same thing as you learn your, you know, your niche in life, your role, you know, whatever role that may be, and right. it may change depending on the situation, you know. Um, once you learn to master that as you, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a competition. Competition is, competition kills creativity. Yeah, definitely. You know, you're trying to compete with everybody and do things their way, but better than them. Right, right, You're right. always going to lose. Right. Because you're not bringing, you're not bringing that essence that makes you different at all. Exactly. Anybody. Yeah. No, I feel like you end up hurting yourself more right. than, than really building anything or progressing. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. But, yo, Mark, how long have you played football for? So I dabbled with it, like, throughout school and stuff, you know, just kind of backyard stuff. Okay. Um, practicing, mm-hmm. you know, with teams and everything. And then I started actually playing. And it, it's funny because I started playing again because my wife played in a flag league. Oh, know, really? Shout out to your wife. Shout yeah. Out. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, dope. Um, that's kind of how I got back into it. You know, because I ended up you know, being on the coaching staff of one of her teams. Okay, okay, And then okay. I was like, oh, I guess I'll play tackle, you know, because the coaches played in a tackle league. So right. I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll you know, mess with you guys down in the city and came back up, um, went out to New Haven because that's where her family's, a lot of her family's from, and right. they played out there. She's still um, playing right now? Nah, um, I kind of took over. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody yeah, do it. You know, and then, you know, we had, with once we had kids and stuff, it's kind of a little yeah. bit more difficult. Right, it slows down. That's true. Working weekends and all these other factors that play into it. But, you know, we have a little pickup game, you know, we'll hop on it. And, right. You know, so I got I got another question I'm going to throw to you. So when your kids get a little older, do you see yourself getting them into playing football? Um, Honestly, whatever they want to do, they got my full support. Okay. So it's kind of one of them things like if they want to play sports, you know, or if athleticism is their thing, then cool. Like if you if you want to just be a bookworm, then cool. I'll buy you all the books that you want. All right. But nice. I want you to like choose something. Like whatever you choose, I want you to actually like love it, like have passion for it. That's part of the reason why I stopped playing was because like mm. you lose your passion for certain things sometimes when it's not, you're not doing it for yourself or you right. don't feel like you have, um, Everything that, or you feel like you did everything that you could with it right, you know, right, to right. a certain extent. But that's also the reason why I got into like the youth outreach and coaching and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. was just because of the fact that, you know, there's a certain amount of fulfillment, you know, that pivot point. Mm-hmm. And now I have the experience to, you know, do like the same that I do with my kids, you know, whatever you want to do, give you the full support that you right. feel like you need right. that you deserve not that you feel like you need because right. all of us deserve it you know as human beings right. it's just we don't always have the ability to obtain it it's very true it's very true or even know that you need to attain it at some point in your life if you want to excel yeah, exactly. yeah 
So explain the league or organization that you're involved with, like this football thing. So there is, you know, just a general flag league. Okay. And then there's a no pads tackle league. No pads. <laughs> no pads. Like we've had pad, like full padded tackle tournaments, but like, nah. Like when you get hit, you get like we had a a, a game at the Brooklyn Bridge Park, mm-hmm. and you know they got like that brick wall that kind of goes along the side or whatever, and you know no pads, no helmets. One of the receivers went to you know, grab the ball, mm-hmm. you know, catches it. You know, bad pass about the quarter, quarterback was throwing it away, and right. you just like you kind of sometimes you lose sight. Because you know, mm-hmm. especially with those ones, we keep the teams. The teams have to be a certain distance off the field and stay in certain spots. And mm-hmm. uh, he hit that brick wall, full speed. Full Damn. speed. Damn. And he's blind. He's blind in one eye now. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Or like we had one um one tournament down in Philly, and there's there's one running back on a team called the the Lions, and when I tell you like. He he's built different. <laughs> like <laughs> that man is diesel. Like you see, like the NFL Combine, they're doing like twenty five or thirty reps of bench press. Mm-hmm. He did like fifty five because he lost count and he was trying to go to fifty. Right. <laughs> so I was. Like, so he did extra <laughs> diesel for real. So this is like like Brandon Jacobs level. You remember Brandon? Yeah. Jacobs? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's always like different, but there, there was one thing, and we always. Like, my, my part of the game, why I got so good at it, was the psychological aspect. So, there's a, their quarterback, I could always tell if it was a run or a pass by a certain way he's positioned. There was right, something right, I picked right. up on by, you know, you don't tell everybody because then, you know, they change it. Yeah. But, you know, I call the audible. I wasn't the team captain. I call audibles anyway because I'm just like, yo, <laughs> literally every play we have on defense is surrounded by what I'm doing. I'm calling the audible. <laughs> like, if I want to blitz, I'm blitzing. Actually. I'm back, I'm dropping back. I call the audible because we went into um, cover three. Was our original coverage, and I was like, "Nah, we we're, we we got a blitz. Like we literally plug it in. It's five yards from the goal line. Like the I could tell the quarterback's handing it off. He's run. It's gonna be a draw. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, our middle linebacker didn't step up. So you know, I'm not gonna give away that I'm sliding over. But I you know as soon as he said a hike, you know he comes back like he's gonna do the like the pump for the draw. Mm-hmm. Hands it off. Once he starts to move back, I move into the thing. Well, I tell you, I've never been hit that hard in my life. Jesus. When I shot that gap, like, I felt like Mike Shrug. Tyson, like, <laughs> Mike Tyson knocked me out. Right. And then, like, Ray Lewis took me out to Gulag. Just like, <laughs> like, like, yo, I couldn't see. Rest so I'm like, peace, I'm, I'm walking peace. around, oh like, after that, because they went for a two point conversion. Like, yeah. they didn't even try to kick. Like, they went for a two point conversion. Damn. So I'm like, walking around, trying to line back up. I know what the play is. You know, right. I have a general idea of where I'm supposed to be because, you know, you know just walking behind yeah, you people and hearing everybody. Right. So I line up. And they're like, yo, you good, you good, you good? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm straight. Uh, and, yo, I have no clue what happened. I could not see. I'm happy the ball didn't come to my side that play <laughs> because it would look really bad. Yeah. Like, like, for, like, a whole minute, like, right. it was just black. Right. And still I, I knew here, I had a bro. concussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Concussion. for sure, that was, like for my, sure. That's, that was my eighth concussion I've ever had. Damn. Damn. Like, no yeah. more for you, sir. Yeah, that's another reason why I'm not right. really You're too right young now. for that shit, like, yeah. Yeah, having eight concussions by 22 is right. really... <laughs> Shout-outs to it, though, but no more for you, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no pads. Uh, that sounds 
scary. Super. Right. Uh, Definitely so. A little brutal. Sounds like fun time though. Yeah, I feel like hit. you tackle differently. Mm-hmm. Like it forces you to use more skill. Right. Because right, right. you know, on one hand, as a player, as an offensive player, you don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. But on the other hand, as a defensive player, like I love to hit people. Like I would like knock your helmet off. Right, right. But when we play no pads, <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, I'm more likely to get hurt. Right. Yeah. Hitting you. You right. know, just as much as you're likely to get hurt me hitting you. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things. You kind of, Everybody kind of has a mutual respect. And even mm-hmm. when somebody does do something dirty, like their own team will blackball them. Like, yo, nah, you got to sit. Or, you know, the refs stay on top of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really That's respect, well. yeah. You know, and we know the rules beforehand. You know, we always talk to the refs. You know, the captains talk to the refs. Right. Talk to our teams. You know, there's certain players that aren't allowed, like, to come back. For, oh, they banned from it, huh? Yeah, we'll be like, yo, this person can't come this time because of this. Okay. And so, you know, you kind of get that mutual respect, you know, amongst the players, amongst the teams. Um, And then, you know, you see each other so much because you're traveling. We've gone as deep as uh, Florida and as west as Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So it's like everybody's in the same hotels and everybody, you know, you see each other all the time. Do you end up like partying and going out for drinks or whatever afterwards? I don't. I mean, there's some people that do. Okay. Um, I'm more to myself. All right. You know, I'd rather watch film or, you know, chill with the family or something yeah, like that. Yeah, nothing wrong you with know. that. I play because I like it. I don't play for... You don't play for the glory? No, I don't really care. I know I'm nice. Hey, I said that in the okay. humblest way. I said that in the humblest <laughs> way possible. But <laughs> okay. it's like one of those things, like, you know, just like anything else, your energy speaks for you. Right. So it's like, you know... I know, like they. There's a reason why they don't come to our side, of, to the left side of the field. Right, <laughs> you protecting the entire thing. The dogs, are <laughs> like, <laughs> they scared. Yeah, they scared. Damn. What's uh, where's a favorite place that you played? Since you say you traveled a bunch of different places, you got a favorite spot? No, but I have a story. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, we my least favorite spot we played was in uh, Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Okay. Terrible field, first off, because we thought it was, like, regular turf. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, that carpet turf. So it was, like, we're out there on cleats sliding. Jesus. Like, like, bad. Like, you couldn't do any. Like, you couldn't cut. You couldn't. Do anything. Even chop your steps, right? Mm-hmm. So that was the first May thing. May as well be ice. Yeah. Yo, the second thing is, like, so we're driving down there. It's, like, 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning. So we stopped to get some food or whatever. And it's me, you know, one of, and two of my linemen. And we get to uh, like the subway in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. like like as country as country gets. And I used to stay in Virginia, so like I'm used to the country. But we walk in, and it's like me, you know, I was like 200 pounds at the time, so I was like, nah, probably like 190, okay. a little bit, a little bit heavier than I am now. But right. I was like, you know, right. big. And um, you know, my one of my linemen, he's like six four, mm-hmm. you know, black, you know. 360, 370. Damn. And then the other lineman, you know, he was, you know, white. Right. So we we walk in. Actual lineman. <laughs> so we walk in. You already know where this is going. And Damn. like I walk in first. Then, you know, my my uh boy Clay, he's the big black one, and then you know, my boy Ronnie. Damn. And he dude walks to the back of us, serves Ronnie, and then goes into the back. <laughs> Fuck out of here, boy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo. Fuck out of here with like, this. It's too early for me. Like, I didn't even know. Like, we're not even that deep, like, right. into, like, the middle of nowhere for right. it to be you like keep this. Right, you keep driving like, shit. 
And so like we, me and Clay had to leave, and then like Ronnie had to like go order our food for us. And so, oh man, fuck out of here with that! Pennsylvania is pretty big, and there's a lot of country and a lot of like Amish country yeah. throughout that state. Yeah. It, yeah, it does go deep. So, but that's not even the worst part of the story. Oh, there's more to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no. we get we didn't know the tournament was double booked with a Trump convention. Oh. So. Like I don't really care about politics or whatever, you know. But it do. I mean, you know what? But there's a lot of people that do. That, like we're right. there to play football, right. right? So, but you, you know, you know, like you're in the middle of country, bunk in Pennsylvania, right? Right. With the linemen, yeah. Damn. And so, yo, we got, yo, I messed up my shoulder or something. Then mm-hmm. Clay tore his oblique in that tournament, and then we ended up not even making the playoffs. Damn. So we left. And as we're leaving, that's when, like, we walked through the convention. Damn. And it's, like, that sports complex is so big. Right, like, right, We had to leave the dome, cut across the other building, but the only way out was to go was through. through the event. But yeah. we didn't know convention. what was going on. Right. And then, so, you know, we're going through. And, you know, my boy, Ronnie, being him, you know, he's like, man, how does it feel to be the only two black guys here? <laughs> and everybody looks at us. <laughs> There's black people in here. <laughs> and people try to give us interviews and stuff like that. We're like, oh, honestly, we, we just playing football. Like, we're just yeah, trying we to, just to get out of here. <laughs> like, we're hurting right oh, now. Oh, my God. Like, so it was just like one of, I'm going to say the worst experience, but one of the most awkward experiences. Oh, it had like, to have been You awkward. don't know. Like, yeah. I've never been, like, so scared. <laughs> just, <laughs> out, just out of the sheer not knowing right. what was going on right 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 it was just like but you figured out after the fact or did you know like as you were trying to like piece up out of the as we were getting out there because people were trying to interview us like right. literally news reporters were like asking oh, wow. us questions and stuff and we were just like, like we don't care yeah. like I'm good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they were trying to pe- they were trying to put you up as like the token black people up in there. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy, I, man. What's the name of your football team? Uh, so the team I was playing for before is new, uh, the New Haven Hurricanes. New Haven right. Hurricanes, gotcha. Yeah, and then Damn. the flag team, like certain things happen, certain things merge, you know, whatever. A lot of everything has politics to it, and mm-hmm. then ended up uh, going to a flag team called the New Haven uh, New Haven Vipers. Shout out to New Haven, and uh, it's got some good names. You know, whatever happens, kind of happens with that. But how are these teams formed, or like? So I don't. I honestly don't know. Okay. Like, there's, like, a lot of stuff The just kind of just before my time. So okay. how did you get plugged into it or involved? Like, you were like, uh, yo, I'm nice at football. I got skill. I know I can play. Right. So, nah. like, you just. What happened was um, me and Chelsea went out to New Haven to visit, like, her family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we're staying with um, her best friend who ended up being, you know, our maid, her maid of honor or whatever. Okay. And, um. Then she's like, her husband had practice, so he played for the Canes. And she's like, yeah, and I got practice, da, da, you know, we should all just go to the practice. So then they're playing, you know, and then they're like, hey, you just want to run with us, you know, you don't want you just sitting over there with all the wives and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like, so do you, you know, I hadn't played really since I blew my knee out a few years earlier. Right. But they were like, oh, you know, do you know what this is there? And so I'm just like, yeah, you know, pretend like not right, pretending right. I don't play, but you know, I don't like. You don't want to put it uh, out uh, there, that, right? Nice. So right, I'm just right. like, I don't know where my skill level is at. I'm like a buck forty, like these. Don't show them your whole hand. They yeah, play like these guys play college ball, like 
some of them, some of them are just mm-hmm. nice, some of them play like other semi pro leagues or whatever. Right. I was like, you know, you know, let's see. And at the time, I was running like a four three one, forty time. Okay. Okay. And Bad. so yeah, they put yeah. me. And a lot of my game was instinctual at the time. It was just like the raw talent. Nice. Right. And so it was one of those things, like, you know, being fast and having bounce. You know, it was just like played they into my favorite. Special, yeah. And then the instinct of, like, I was a ball hog. And it had me <laughs> at corner. Leadership quality. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't call it that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, do, all right, I got a question for you on that one then. As as far as a person that uh, knows your skill, you know, like you know your skill level and you know you're nice. Does that really factor in when it comes into like training like youthful people or like younger people that are younger than you that maybe not they're not as um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not as uh, charismatic as you or they don't believe in themselves as much. Do you try to instill a little bit of that quality? Um, not so much instill it, but help them find it. Help them find because it. Because if you're you. if you're used to people having to put the battery in your back, you're never gonna stay charged for long. Damn. So it's one of them things like, what are you good at? What do you where do you right. get that feeling of you know why are you playing? Right. And once you find that why, then you find the motivation behind you know putting in extra work. Because there's certain people that are just talented. Like right. I was talented growing up. Mm-hmm. And like I was always one of the top people picked for pickup games and stuff like that. You right. know, didn't end up playing you know, high school ball because of injuries and some family stuff. But then mm-hmm. it was just like I didn't practice, I didn't work out, I didn't care. Right, right, right. You know, and you know as much as people would tell me like, oh, if you work out, you could do this and do that. Da, da, da. And I was just like, why? I don't need to. Right. But I didn't yeah. realize like the skill that comes with it. Right. Now when you could add skill to that talent. Mm-hmm. That's like crazy because not everybody is going to be blessed with, you We're know, both. certain ability. Yeah, exactly. It's true. So that mindset, you know, in a sense, the ma- mamba mentality. Right, right, right. Is shout more out to Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kobe, you know, being able. And I say Kobe, but even, even some of it in the sense of Kobe's work ethic. But, you know, I got to shout out Michael Jordan too. I was just saying. In yeah. the sense of, and I, I literally say this all the time, like, no matter what it is, because I take stuff personally. Right. Like, um, I'm low-key emotional. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. I'll admit it. Like, I get angry very right. quickly. Um, I control it well, mm-hmm. but, like, I'm I'm very zero to 100. Okay. So, Damn. like, if you guys... You'd never be able to tell, bro. Until you hit, Until you force me to hit that spot. Damn. And that's why I avoid hitting that spot. Right. But it's like, if... Like, when... Uh, what is it? The Last Dance... Uh, documentaries mm-hmm. yeah. when Jordan yep. was like and I took that personally right, yeah. right, right. That's, yeah. that's literally my mentality like mm-hmm. it's like it'd be like yo yo a lot of people call me Kango and like, yo Kango why'd you do that I was like I took it personally <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> like I just don't let me not piss with... you off bro <laughs> for real like, and I got better like I got better with this since I had kids right, know, right, I used right. to be like reckless like damn like to like a T like, like you you look up recklessness in the dictionary and you see uh, Marcus. <laughs> like, There's nothing wrong with it, bro. It's all part of life, bro. It's all part of growing. Has any of the uh, teams that you've participated in, have you guys ever won a championship? Yeah, so I got, I won my first championship with the Canes. Nice. Um, right. And then 
we merged with another team, kind of mm-hmm. tackle because we played both tackle and flag. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, you know, it kind of dissolved. People got older, you know, some other stuff. And we merged with the kind of like the baby team that came from us, mm-hmm. which okay. was called the, um, the Chargers. And the Chargers is one of those teams that, like, they're always there. Mm-hmm. But, like, what we were talking about earlier where I was like, if I had a top five, a top team, five team of, like, players of all time, I would put, like, these players because they mesh better than right. if I were to go, you know. Kobe, LeBron. Right, right. Right, right, right. right. That's kind of one of those things where you have so much talent on your team, but it's just kind of like you can't win. No, you can't. The the, (laughs) the team's got to be good, too, sometimes. You look at that Lakers team that had Kobe, Dwight, and like all of them back in like 2012 or something like that. Right. Mm. It was like they should have won. Or like the Knicks tape team, Knicks should have won. They should have kept that team together. I'm sorry to bring that up, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) My man's about to die over here. But like you see certain, or even like that Philadelphia Eagles team where they had you know, LaShawn McCoy and, you know, Michael Vick and Deshaun right. Jackson and all, like, killer all stack. the killer defense yeah. stacked, and they sucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens. Like, and so that's kind of what that team was equated to, and then we ended up merging. Mm-hmm. And I hate losing. Like, and I don't say, like, it had a, I, no, I'll say it, because I told him this is a face. Uh, like, we lost our first one, and I was just, like, Went off in the group chat. Damn, uh, it was the like, group chat. <laughs> like, it was losing culture, like, I can't be okay with losing. Right. Like, right, it's right. different if it's something yeah. that, like, if the other team is better. Right. Then, all right, you know, you're going to lose. But, like, I'm not okay with being okay with losing. Right, right, right. How I do you feel that? I'm not losing and going out to dinner and right. celebrating. Right. right. Like, yeah. no. Let's go out to dinner. Let's go party, bro. Like, no, lost. I'm doing laps up and down the, like, literally taking team pictures. I'm doing laps up and down the field. Yeah. Like, I'm stretching out on the bike because they had like a weights a gym, uh, weight room. Right, like that's right Black Mambo gym. right there for like real. I just can't, and that's kind of with uh, mostly everything I do. I just mm-hmm. hate it. It's a double edged sword, though. How do you f- how do you feel about this culture of you know everybody getting a participation trophy and everybody like you know it's all right, bro. We got them next time type stuff. You know what I mean? How you feel about that type of culture? Because that is that is the mainstream right now. It's stupid. Right. <laughs> I'll say, and a lot of people are going to come in my head about this, but I'll just look at it like, if you're a winner, then win. Right. Like, there's no participation trophies in life. I don't get, you know, right. a trophy for living my life. Like, right. no. Right. <laughs> like, my legacy isn't built on being born. It's built on what I did. So, if, you know, you teach your kids young, like, it's okay to lose. Yeah. Like, it, you got to be okay with losing. Right. Like, in the sense of you're not going to win every time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if you expect to win every time, that's also another thing that creates sore losers. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. Know? But you got to look at the mentality, like, you know, next next time around, I'm going to do better. Right. But I don't get anything out of losing besides a lesson. Right. You know, you got to go, so, like, go back and watch the game film on life, so to speak. See where you made the mistake. See what you could change or do better. Watch somebody else's film, you know, in the sense of... See if you can learn something. Exactly. And then applying it to yourself and doing better, you know. Damn. Okay. Yeah, man. That's a beautiful mentality, man. Yeah. I wish wish a lot of people would change, but I don't see it. But at the same time, I don't really care anymore. Like, sometimes you can't even just worry about those people. You just got to be a winner and just have that team around you that is willing to win. Exactly. And that's one of the things, you know, with any sort of success, there's going to be people people that hate it. Right. And, you know, the reason behind that hate is either A, because you're successful, Mm -hmm. or B, because they're not successful. 
Well, both for sure, yeah, exactly. for sure. So it's kind of one of those things like the way other people feel shouldn't matter mm-hmm. in the sense of your goals. Right. Like you shouldn't have to tailor what you're doing around other people um, to make them feel better about not losing. Like if you step in front of me, I'm trying to take your head off. Right, right. But at the same time, my job isn't to compete with you. So there's a balance with it. You know, if I can make you better, then I'm gonna do that. Yeah, you know, I'm not competing with you business wise. I'm not competing with you. You know, obviously, you know, I need there's boxes I need to check off on my mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. And but I'm not gonna do it dirty. Right. And if I have some type of knowledge that I could impart to you, or you have something I could learn from you, I'm gonna do it. All right. I also agree with the fact that um, I'm not for participation trophies at all. I don't see a point to those. And I don't think there's anything worth glorifying or celebrating, you know, because you haven't, like, you know, I think we touched on, you haven't done anything. Right. You haven't won anything. It's like celebrating for being there, for getting third place or second place. I think that's one of the most important things about that chin-up video, too, Mm -hmm. because it's like you give kids participation trophies, you're like, it's okay to lose, but then it stops there. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But and it doesn't help anything because you're just teaching them like they're gonna get rewarded for the, the, the mistake. Right. But that chin up video is like, all right, you made a mistake. Pick your head up. Let's go yeah, do let's, better. Right. Let's keep you know, going. So you're teaching the second half of that lesson. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get, you know, and I see myself do it with my daughters too. You know, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. not you know calling anybody out or saying I'm better than anybody. You know, what you do is what you do. What you know. Where we get in this mentality where sometimes you're just like, it's okay, you know, don't worry about it. Right. You no, know, it's natural. We hate seeing other people in pain. We hate seeing other people hurt. Right. But at the same time, you got to be able to teach that lesson of like, all right, what are we going to do to make it better? Right, right, right. You know? All right. Who do you, is there, is there someone particular that you model your game after in regards to football? So, yes and no. Okay. So, my favorite athlete of all, my favorite football player of all time is probably like a, a toss up between, uh, London, uh, London Fletcher. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, Clinton Portis. CP. Yeah. So you know, Going if you didn't back. know, I'm. A Washington fan, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but, you know, some of that's from growing up down there. You know, mm. One of my cousins worked at uh, FedEx Field, so we get to go see, like, some of the OTAs and right. like, some of the players and stuff like that. Right, right, right. And, um, Clinton Portis used to be a beast. Yeah, he was he a was, monster. But mm-hmm. I think some of the stuff is you, the stuff you don't see off the field. Right. You know, right. And, okay. like, their personalities, I feel like that's what it makes itself, you know, on the field as a player. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, you look at somebody's work ethic, London Fletcher being a perfect example of somebody who has crazy work ethic, like just a silent killer, Mm -hmm. you know, but he very much had that like mama type mentality where he was working. He was a great leader. Mm -hmm. You know, Clinton Portis is a great person off the field, you know, you know, on the field too, but everybody has their own problems and stuff that, you know, stuff happens with life, but, you know, it doesn't define you as an individual. Mm -hmm. So I think those are two players like on both sides of the ball. That was Clint Portis and and Maurice Jones Drew made me want to play running back. Okay, and you know both being smaller and you know 
but overall just great people. And, right. and London Fletcher is – I didn't want to play defense, mm-hmm. but even now when I watch game film, I'm watching a lot of London Fletcher, a lot of uh, – I watch a lot of London Fletcher as far as leadership, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, Ray Lewis as far as, like, learning how to tackle and right, stuff like right, that. Right. Beast. Um, but it all comes back to, like, that that Mamba mentality. for Oh, for that, sure, for that, sure. That Mamba mentality as far as training, but that Jordan mentality as just being a killer. Right, like, and being nice with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you would say you took a little from Fletcher, a little from Portis, and kind of yeah, mixed it to do your own thing to, yeah, exactly. to be a star. That's what's up. I actually was going to ask you um, if you had a favorite uh, football player, both offense and defense, and yeah. you kind of answered that. Yeah, well, time those two. Yeah, I want to ask uh, Tim. You uh, you nah. mess with football at all? Nah, not as there? much. Not as much. Do you you know? So you don't have a favorite? Nah, no favorite. Any? Nah. Nah. Man, I really liked my favorite because I want to think about like an offense and defensive player. Mm-hmm. My favorite defensive player was probably. See, I was a huge Ray Lewis fan, but I can't. I I think I would go with. It was a toss-up between him and this person, but I'm going with him. Uh, Deion Sanders. Okay. Deion Sanders. Think, yeah, okay. For defense, he was a beast, man. Yeah. He was so smooth, man. He was, like, during that time in that era, he was different. Right. You yeah. know? I, I have to say, like, if I had to go with my mentality on the field, I would probably, like, if there's a player, it would probably be, like, a Deion Sanders. Okay. Mixed yeah. with, mixed with yeah. I had to throw T.O. in there because I am <laughs> on the field. Like, you hate me. <laughs> like, you you... You really don't like me on the field once I start talking. I don't talk a lot, but when I do, I'm like, damn, you trying to piss people off. Yeah, that's my that's goal, part right? of it. That's part of like, it, yeah. I love making you mad. Right. <laughs> like, and throw you off your game. Exactly. Once you're mad, you lose focus, man. Right. Mistakes. Yeah. So you like the methodical stuff behind it, yeah. too. So yeah, I, I, feel like, it. I love to say little stuff. Like, you know, if I jam you on the line mm-hmm. and you, you fall, I would just be like, I'll, I'll help you up and be like, yeah, just get your weight up and right. I would walk away. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And it, 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 it pisses people off because I'm smaller than a lot right. of people. So it's just like, That's why funny. is this guy this strong or whatever? Right, right, right. Or, you know, if, I, if somebody tries to morse me and I knock it out their hands, mm-hmm. um, I'll just be like, oh, you know, you just got to jump a little higher. Right, right. And something like that. Like, yeah, try a little bit more. Little yeah. dumb stuff like that to get in your head. Like, right, right, right. I try not to be disrespectful, but... You know, oh, sometimes it get them more hype, man. It makes more makes yeah, for a better yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. And getting back, let me think. My my favorite offensive player. Mm-hmm. I think I've said this before, but uh, it's always been Randy Moss. I was a huge Randy Moss fan. Yeah, but I want to get back real quick uh, to this chin up video. I just wanted to mention um, that the. Uh, the player that made the critical mistake, his name was Moses Brown, mm-hmm. and uh, he's now in the NBA. See, shout-outs to it. Yeah, and yeah. plays for OKC, which oh, is which is OKC. awesome. And Jalen Hands, the teammate that came in and raised that kid's head up, mm-hmm. he plays for FMP of the ABA League. Okay. So He's still playing. You know, professional basketball players. Right. Right. And uh, Moses had a monster game not too long ago. It's like 2020, yeah. something like that, 30 and 20. Right. So he still remember like, it, too. See, what a good story, that man. Life that's lesson. Why, that's yeah, why exactly. I say that video is so powerful. And I love I love how you word it, Marcus, when you when you post it all the time on your social media and, and 
how you word it is just every time. You know Damn. what I'm saying? I, I love, I love that. I love the video. I think everybody should look that up. It's a huge. Uh, if you want a little quick kick of positivity, right? Something important, definitely. Yeah. Look that video up. Actually, I'm gonna just link it. I'm gonna I'm gonna post the link there because it's it's such yeah. a beautiful video. You should just watch it anyways. It is. So I it'll agree. be in that description. I agree. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here. But uh, Marcus, last question for you: What message do you want to leave to the world? Um. Overall, just be better. You know, I know that's super open-ended. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to mean something different to everybody, but that's kind of the point of it, you know, whatever it is. Right. You know, whether it be for yourself or something that you're doing, just be better. Right. You know. Right on. Well, Marcus, thank you for coming on and giving us some of your time. We really appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having do. me. It's been a pleasure. Bro, it's been great. Yeah, thank you. You you want to plug or shout out anyone or anything in particular? Your social media in case any fans want to get at you? Um, I don't even remember what my Instagram is. <laughs> you want to check it I out on the phone? I Take your time. I redownloaded it today. That's all right. We can um, shout it out. I remember. I think it's Marcus underscore yeah, McCray. Yeah, my name. Marcus underscore McCray. And then I want to also shout out you know, my wife's company, Vincenza Beauty, you know, up and coming makeup company. Shout outs. And everything, you know, she's doing her things, CCO. All right. So, no, super proud of her. There um, she go. Let take keep a look going. at it. Absolutely. Shout out. Mm-hmm. All right. We want to give a big shout out to our editor, Y.O., a.k.a. Jackson Wallace. Mm-hmm. Shout outs. Also, big shout out to Stellar Sound and Media. Yes, sir. There are T-shirts available now. I got one of them. Yeah. Looks yeah. good, bro. Actually. <laughs> Send your size and color in, um, and they do ship. Yes, so they do. get your T-shirt. Uh, reminder to any serious musicians, if you are looking for studio time or interested in having a legit video done, contact Stellar Sound and Media at gmail.com. There we go. Also, a special shout out to all our day oneers. We continue to do this for you, so thank you for all the love and support that you show us. We see all of you and we love you. Yeah, we do. You got any particular day oneers you want to shout out? Uh, not any in particular. Okay. Damn, I need to start looking through. I know my man, uh, Andrew's still listening, so shout outs to Andrew. He's still there. And we got to get him on sometime, but yeah. He's beautiful. He's getting back into acting. He went back to school, getting his master's degree. So he's all over the place. Nice. All right. I also like to shout out fans, you know, or day oneers. I usually do that every weekly. But, um... Today, there are a few family members that I'd like to shout out. Oh, for real? Yeah, because not only uh, have they been fans from the start, but mm-hmm. like we said, they're family, right. you know, and, and they've been a big support. Mm-hmm. Because they're family, you know, for particular reasons, I've chosen not to use their names. No problem. All right, but uh, I'm going to shout out all of them, uh, you know, by their initials, so they'll know who they are. Right. But, you know, we want to give a special shout out to JT, BT. JT, BF, and TF. You guys know who you are. Uh, I love you all, and thank you for all your continued support. Thank you, thank you. Shout-outs to those initials. Right. You want to hit them with your social accounts? Oh, yeah. Oh, also, I have a shout-out, too. Uh, Shout-outs to my girl, Shannon. Uh, She runs around with me all over Hudson Valley. We find stuff together. You know, we laugh, and, you know, we find deals, and we sell stuff on eBay. And she's been giving me a lot of pointers to make, you know, make a little bit more cash. So shout outs to Shannon. And she's we're also gonna pull her in and get an episode out of her one eventually. 
So shout outs to Shannon out there. Okay. Yep. And for my social media, I got uh, Twitter, and that is R E T R O S H O, Retro Show. You see the Kermit, that's me. I need to start putting my own face on there eventually. But we will do that. And for my Instagram, it is Tunde, T U N D E 2017 for the Instagram. And you guys can always find me at Josh underscore Toth3. Mm-hmm. That's my Instagram, and my Facebook is Joshua Toth. You, the message option on Anchor. So, yeah, I hit them with the message option. When you go on Anchor, if you're listening, you can go on each episode, and you can message in. And if you would like, you can leave us a message. You can ask us some questions. You can do shout-outs. You know, you can give us criticisms if you have it, and we'll answer it all live in the next episode as soon as we see one. And we will answer it typically in the beginning of the episode. So feel free to drop in and leave a message. Yes, fans, use that message option. Please. Hit it up. All right, lastly, we want to continue to remind everyone to please find us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, and Google. Mm -hmm. And by using one or all of those platforms, please subscribe Follow, share, comment, leave a quick review and a five-star rating on the Apple page. Please. Those really help the podcast. They help out a lot. And we we appreciate that. So, all right, my man, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Great job. Great job, brother. Marcus, thanks again, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you, guys. All right, everyone, stay safe and stay kind, and we'll see everyone soon. All right. Peace. Peace out.